4: This episode of Unwell is brought to you by The Amelia Project. Have you ever daydreamed about disappearing and starting over? What if there was a company that provided just that service? Welcome to the comedy fiction podcast, The Amelia Project, a show about a secret death-faking agency. In each episode, you'll hear a new client being interviewed and the dilemmas that bring them to the death-faking agency— They're in turn funny, thought-provoking, or downright surreal. It's just such a delightful premise. We think you'll really enjoy it. You can find The Amelia Project wherever you listen to podcasts. And stick around for a trailer for The Amelia Project at the end of this episode. Hi there, listener. This is Jeffrey. We're really excited to introduce you to a new show this week, Parkdale Haunt. From the Frequency Podcast Network. If you like inherited old houses, secrets in the basement, suspicious real estate brokers, and creepy mysteries, listen on. Parkdale Haunt shares a lot of storytelling DNA with Unwell, and I've been enjoying listening to it during my late night autumnal walks. So, enjoy the first episode here, then go learn more at parkdalehaunt.com or subscribe on your favorite podcasting app.
5: Claire? Okay. God damn it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to record this just in case. I'm at Claire's place, but she is gone. I don't know what happened, but I feel like panicking is a good option right now because something bad has probably happened and this place feels wrong. Okay. So I've looked in the bedroom... The other bedroom, upstairs, look at the bathroom, the kitchen, the living room. I've looked freaking everywhere. I haven't looked in the basement. I don't want to go in the basement. I don't want to go down there. I don't want to go down there by myself. Okay. Holy shit, I hate being in here alone. Okay. 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 You're okay. You're okay. You're okay. You can do this. You're okay. I need you to be okay. Come on. Just open. Ow! Shit! God damn it! Um. I know I closed that door. And I know it latched. And I locked it because I am holding the key. I think it's time I leave, because... Michael!
0: Well, that was upsetting. Uh, I only have one question, though. What? Did you survive?
5: Regretting my choice in engineer already. Okay. Let's start from the top. My name is Judith Anthony, and my best friend, Claire Sterback, has disappeared. Okay, just to clarify, she's still alive, and apparently she's fine, but all this started in mid-2018, when she took possession of a house in the Parkdale neighborhood of Toronto. We decided, hey, let's make a fun podcast, maybe some YouTube videos about the renos and like the attempted DIY stuff. You know, all the half-assed plans that people make and only keep, like, 45% of the time. But things started to get kind of weird. In all honesty, parts of her life were starting to unravel, but I, I don't think that was it. I think it was the house. Something is seriously wrong with that place. And if I was just coming into this now, I'd guess it was radon or carbon monoxide poisoning or lead in the water or whatever. I would even say that maybe she had been having some sort of episode, but that's not it. Something less rational is the main problem here. And now, Claire is gone and she's taken off and now I don't know what to do. And to be honest, it feels like sometime in the interim she became someone else and I'm worried. So in early January, 2019, she left the city without even telling me where she was going. She hasn't returned calls, texts, anything. And I know she's alive because she's reached out to her parents, and they say she's okay, but like I said, something more sinister is going on, and what I hope to do is to put together all the bits and pieces and figure out what happened. I've got almost all the recordings that were made over the last six months, so maybe there's something I missed. Just really anything that gives me some sort of insight at this point. And I'll admit, I've been lazy with listening back to them in the past, um, and editing, but... Whatever. No looking back, aside from all the looking back I now have to do. I'm going to go over all this with my friend Owen, and we're recording this so we can keep track of things, and so that I have a copy of everything we did, and it means there's a record of it in case something happens. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, that makes sense to me. Um, When was that recording from?
5: About a week ago. I went by her place to see if she was there after she stopped responding to texts, and the house felt... A lot abandoned, but, like, more than just empty. Like, all the life had been sucked out of the place. Weird. Yeah, the doors slammed behind me, and that was it. I haven't been back, but I don't think she's been there either anyway.
0: So, where do you want to start?
5: Let's start from the top. The recordings are dated, so let's just start with the earliest ones. So, I mean, honestly, there's, there's going to be a lot of junk in there.
0: No problem. Okay, uh, first recording, August 18th, 2018.
5: Hey everyone, my name is Judith, and I'm here with producer, pop culture writer, and white wine enthusiast Claire stirback to welcome you to the first episode of Yes, In My Backyard, a podcast about making a house a home.
3: Hi, um, I don't know if I'm a co-host or a guest, so, hey, what's up, I'll six people listening to this. Hey,
5: this show will be about you and your journey, both as a new and very sudden homeowner, along with your more personal one. Mm, Hang on, what? I saw that hastily packed suitcase in your office, and I know you're not going on vacation, and if you do just abandon me with all this work, I will come find you. I do CrossFit now, so that means I'm really strong and I will carry you back here. Mm, Yeah, that's not how that works. Whatever. So, anyways, the
3: suitcase. That means... (sighs) Um... Adam and I kind of broke up. I'm shocked. It's complicated.
5: What's complicated? It's either I left his overbearing butt in the dust, or you had some sort of falling out, or... Wait, please don't tell me that boring Adam got you pregnant. Are you pregnant with his
3: tedious baby? What? No. No. I'm not pregnant. And, okay, can we please stop calling him boring Adam? I mean, he's so beige that a holiday inn is jealous. I... I guess it's not inaccurate, but either way, I don't really want to talk about it right now. Besides, isn't this supposed to be a home reno show, not a let's gossip about my breakup with my boring ex- Mm. Damn it. Now you have me saying it. Can we also not talk about this in front of other people? You know that Owen can hear all of this, right?
0: I can pretend like I'm not listening if you want.
3: Mm, Great. Thanks. Anyway, is it too late to un-agree to this?
5: Okay, no more Adam talk, I promise, but how about we treat this as a radio documentary? We're rebuilding a house while you find out about your past. We can journey into the hidden history of your biological family as we literally tear down the walls of the world you never knew. Then, if it sucks, you can just sell the house for like $2 million, and then we can get drinks, and you
3: can pay. I mean, okay, I guess that works. It could be fun. That's the spirit. Just don't make me put up drywall. Or garden. I hate gardening. What do I do if the power goes out? Do you just, can you just buy a fuse? See? It's a journey.
0: Hey, uh, sorry to cut in, but I do have to do some actual work. So unless you want to stick around and uh, talk about how much you love your mortgage, uh, I'm going to have to kick you out.
5: Can we have another minute? Nope, nope. Let's go. Okay, so for posterity and so I don't have to go back and ask a bunch of dumb questions later when fact-checking, I'm just gonna let the recorder run and I can edit this if we use anything from this file. So let's start from the beginning. Claire has a house in Toronto, like a fancy person. But to be more accurate, she apparently inherited a house. And this wouldn't be the weirdest thing in the world, except that, here's the wild twist, she doesn't actually know the people she got the house from. So, while the rest of us are living in overpriced apartments, she can now laugh at us from her giant new house bequeathed to her by complete strangers. Like, unless you're lying to me, and your parents died or something, and they left you a secret family home.
3: My parents are fine. I mean, they're at each other's throats since the divorce and are acting like sullen teenagers. Like, get in, loser. We're going to the lawyer's office. But, uh, no, they're they're alive. Apparently this house was left to me by my maternal grandparents. Uh, my biological ones. Okay, first off, how? Like, what did you think when you first heard the news? Like, where
5: is it? How big is it? Are you going to live there? Uh, Dude, I... Okay... Well, it's not a secret that I was adopted. But you've never made really much of a move to find
3: your birth parents, so does your family know about this? Um, well, so to be completely honest, I, I decided I wanted to find my birth parents a couple of years ago. Really just to see if there were kind of any health things I should worry about. And partly because I was just really curious. And, um, it took a lot of paperwork, but I finally managed to reach out. Turns out my mother, uh, well, her name was Dana had actually died a long time ago, like when I was a little kid, so that's a dead end. Pardon the pun. It's pardoned. Um, it, there was no father listed anywhere, so that's still a mystery, but I was able to find some info on her parents after some digging, and turns out they wanted to talk to me, which was, you know, kind of neat, I guess. I don't know, I'm sorry, I probably should have mentioned this, but I just wasn't ready to talk about it. It felt like that would make it too real. And anyway, long story short, I, I ended up calling them. Wow, how'd that go? Um, we only spoke a few times, which makes this whole thing even weirder. But they seem nice, I guess. I mean, some random lady contacts them saying that she's their long-lost granddaughter. I can only imagine how weird that would be, but they seemed kind of pleasant about it. Like, surprisingly chill. We talked for a while, I told them a little bit about my life, and, um, yeah. In sort of a creepy way, I think it's probably the closest thing they had left to their daughter. Anyway, we spoke a few times on the phone, but one day I tried calling them back and no one answered. I left a message, but I thought, well, that's that. I just sort of put it out of my mind. But then I got a call from a lawyer, and, um... There was an accident, and according to their will... You inherited their house. Yeah, looks like it. I'm their only living biological relative, apparently. Everyone else is dead, and they only had one kid, and, I mean, she's long gone. That's weird, right? Like, I don't really know what to do with that. It's it's kind of weird finding out your biological family exists only, I don't know, only after they all died, you know? It's like... You have a lot of questions, but none of them will ever be answered. And now, I have this big, dusty house. I don't know, I don't know if I'm okay with this, recording this. Okay, I know, I
5: know this is big, but like, I don't think you should be too hasty with it. Like, I think this could be good. And besides, we'll just cut out any of like the really bad stuff or like the, any of
3: this, like I'll just remove it in post. Never say you'll remove it in post, Judith. And also, please do not turn this into your wannabe docudrama podcast BS. This isn't S-Town or serial or
5: whatever. It'll be fine, I swear. I swear. We'll just keep recording, and I mean, even if we get rid of all of this, I still want to hear about you uncovering your history. Do you want another glass of wine? I do
3: want another glass of wine. And please keep in mind that I am not a cheap date. Excellent.
5: Claire, you won't regret this. I probably will once I start editing, but whatever. I've been meaning to just sit down and make something like this for so long, and now we've got a chance to maybe make something really cool. Yeah, yeah. Just, um, just give me the wine.
3: Wow. Well,
5: this is it. It's kind of nice. Nice. Holy moly, this place is amazing. You've got a detached house on a corner lot in Parkdale, which is like finding a diamond in a haystack if the hay was poorly constructed condo buildings. With a few updates and some paint, this place could be phenomenal. I mean, uh, just some
3: paint? Judith, the, the paint is flaking off the brick. It actually looks like someone chucked a rock through that window. Um, the front porch is collapsing
5: on that side. Minor details. For now, let's just focus on the big picture. We've got Victorian-inspired bay and gable architecture. got stained glass windows, an outdoor space
3: larger than a credit card. You can't buy that kind of charm. No, see, you can buy that kind of charm because that's what money is for. I could sell the house right now. And then someone could buy it. And I would not have to deal with any of this. No, what you can
5: buy is a poorly constructed glass-walled condo to live in with a boring dude who eats plain oatmeal for breakfast. What? you know I'm right. Besides, a rotten porch, a broken window, it's a fixer-upper... Besides, it just means more stuff for us to work on. It's all the trials and tribulations and accidentally lopped off fingers. Okay, just for the record,
3: Adam actually eats overnight oats because it's way more nutritious. Um, what am I even talking about?
5: Did I really agree to this? For all intents and purposes,
1: yes. Hello, Pop. Noodles, (laughs) sit. Hi, ladies. Um, if you're looking to speak to the residents, I don't think anyone currently lives here. Oh, um, yeah, we're we're just... Do you know anything about it? Well, I mean, it's been around for as long as I've been here. Nice house, but it's had a bit of a checkered history. Really? Well, you know, I don't think anything has happened here recently, but some of the kids around here like to tell scary stories about this old place. Well, now I want to know more. Yeah, like, what is so scary about it? Well, take this all with a grain of salt, okay? But some like to say that this place has a dark cloud hanging over it. I mean... That's silly. But I get it. Apparently there have been some bad doings within its walls. This house hasn't felt right in a long time. To be honest, I wouldn't be surprised if it turned out the old owners were part of some sort of cult. Wait, hang
3: on. A cult?
1: These are just rumors. Just rumors. But if you're interested in the history of the area, there's a tale from back when Parkdale was still its own village about a murderous scandal at this house. Neat, huh? Okay, I'm not so sure I want to hear this. I do. What happened? Well, from what I remember, I believe there was a maid who was having an affair with the owner's eldest son or nephew or whatever. And surprise, a baby was born out of their tryst. Apparently, he refused to acknowledge his child. And as the story goes, the poor girl went mad.
3: Okay. Uh, it's been really nice talking to you, but we really have to be getting on. Hang on, are you looking to buy this place? Actually, Claire
1: here is the new owner. Hey, you don't work for that damn property developer that's been skulking around the neighborhood, do you? Uh, no, we definitely don't. Well, he's an absolute blight on this area. You put my favorite bakery out of business by buying up the building and tripling the rent. Now it's empty, collecting dust, waiting for some soulless chain to take up residence. There's no respect these days for small businesses.
5: Well, we'll do our best to keep the character of the house and the neighborhood. Right, Claire?
1: Yeah. (laughs) Seems like Noodles here is getting impatient. It was nice speaking to you. But, ladies? Yeah? Do your research about this house. It has a history. And I've been here long enough to see the shadows that can cast. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, we're still going to the lake, Noodles. Well, bye for now. Have a nice day. Alright, I'm gonna go in.
3: Judith, wait! Jeez, look at this place. It's stunning. I mean, okay, I guess for an apparent cult house, it, it's okay. But it's full of spiderwebs and old junk. Looks like
5: they had pretty decent taste in furniture. Like, what is this? This Is this a Regency sofa? I feel
3: like I'm trespassing. I mean, technically, it's your place. Yeah, but like, I don't know these people. I don't know this house. I don't even know why they bothered to leave it to me, but they were just like, hey, grandchild, we don't know. Want some property that you now have to figure out how to pay taxes on? It's kind of rude when you think about it.
5: I mean, if it's a total mess, you can always sell the place. But for now, let's just see if it's worth keeping. It's not like you have a million-dollar mortgage. I mean, you kind of lucked out.
3: I guess you're right. Man, there's a lot of dust. It really looks like no one's been in here for a while.
5: Uh, The bedroom is empty. It's just a bed's left. There's
3: no sheets. Apparently someone who lived here liked Danielle Steele novels. Ugh, come on. Good lord, the wallpaper upstairs is ugly. Did you see that?
5: What the hell was that? Um, I don't know. Is something in here? Uh, it's an old house. It was probably just pipes. Where is that coming from? I think there's a basement door over there, but I'm, I'm sure it's nothing. I don't know. I don't want to go down there. We'll just flick the light on and poke our heads down. Besides, don't you want to investigate? Like, what did that lady say again? Uh, in the, the dark shadows cast by history, woo, the horror. I really, really don't. I want to leave. Oh, come on. I, I bet she was just bored and wanted to mess with the new neighbor. The noise is, like, probably a draft or something. A draft? Yes. In the basement? It's not outside of the realm of possibility. Maybe there's a broken window or something got in. Please, please
3: just... Just don't open that door. Judith! It's fine. Shit! Ow! Are you okay? It was hot.
5: it's, It's hot. That's weird, right? Does anything... Does anything smell like it's burning? I don't... Okay, I guess I must be getting a lot of sun in it or something. Ow. Shit. Ow. Okay. Light switch doesn't work. Oh, I'm not going into a dark basement. That's weird with the handle, though. Stupid old metal handle. Was that a knock on the front door? Okay, this is getting kind of weird.
3: Getting. I guess we better answer it. I... Okay. Okay. I'll get it. I'm the homeowner.
2: Well, hello, beautiful. Is your mother home? Uh, ex- excuse me? I mean, no one this young and... Lovely could own such a house. I kid. I kid. You must be Claire. Uh,
3: How do you know who I am?
2: Oh, let's just say I pay attention to the tweeting of the birds in the neighborhood. (laughs) Uh, Actually, I'm getting ahead of myself. I'm a developer and real estate agent. I heard a rumor that ownership of this house had recently been transferred, so I must say this place is gorgeous.
3: Well, thanks. I guess... Listen, can I help you with something? I'm kind of in the middle of...
2: Oh, this must be your gorgeous sister. I guess Luminous runs in the family. Hello, ladies. I'm Bird. Austin Bird. Please, take my card.
5: A. Bird. Realtor, property developer. Your name really is A. Bird?
2: It's Austin. Austin Bird. You've heard of me, of course.
3: Um, maybe radio? A.
2: Bird? No one makes a nest like A. Bird? I'm sure you've seen my billboards and, of course, my properties. I'm working on a condo development not far from here.
3: Yeah, I'm sorry, but I don't know who you are.
2: Well, never you mind. You know me now, and I'm sure this is the start of a beautiful friendship. I've had my bird's eye on this property for years. It's just chock-a-block full of potential.
5: I'm sorry. Who says chock-a-block?
2: So, Claire, my darling, what do you think? Are we going to do it?
3: Do what?
2: Sell this house and make you a fortune, of course.
3: No, actually, Mr. Bird-
2: Listen, property rates have soared over the last few years. It's a seller's market, and you, my dear, are a seller. And the best kind of seller, the kind with highly valuable property. Honestly, you couldn't have picked a better time in history to sell a house in beautiful Toronto. Hey,
5: okay, great, that's cool, that's enough. Uh, thank you for coming by and for your card. Claire isn't planning to sell it this time, but if that changes, we'll call you or something.
2: So if you'll excuse us... Look, if you'll just give me a moment, I can give my appraiser a ring. He'll be here in a jet.
3: Thank you for your offer, but we have to be going now.
2: Well, Claire, I do believe you'll change your mind. Okay, look, just, uh, just leave. Claire, can I call you Claire? No. My dear. That is worse. Let's make another appointment. Are you around next Thursday?
3: Another appointment? We never made a first appointment.
2: <laughs> you just showed up, and look, I'm not selling. I think you're making a mistake.
5: I think you're making a bigger mistake by not leaving.
2: Well, I can see when I'm not wanted. I'll bid you adieu for now, ladies. I'm sure we'll see each other around the neighborhood.
3: Yeah, not if I can help it.
2: Have a lovely day. Uh, Yeah, okay. Thanks.
5: What a tool. Seriously, what? what was his deal? He looked 35 but talked like a goddamn Dickens character. And there's no way his name is really a bird. Did you notice he was wearing an ascot? Oh my god, you're right. Well, now I've upgraded him from tool to entire tool shed. Yeah, you know what? I've had enough
3: cult house weirdness for the day. I need some air. This place is kind of giving me the heebie-jeebies. Turn that thing off. Let's go get a beer. Sorry, I know we barely got to look around. We can go back later. It's just, I don't know. No, it's cool.
5: It, that was That was odd. How about next time, before we go back in, we'll do a check around the perimeter for any broken windows or whatever, and we'll make sure that stuff's boarded up so
3: no other random things get in. Yeah, that that sounds good. You okay? Yeah, no, I'm good. It's just... it's been a lot lately, you know? I I just barely started figuring out my family, and then the next thing you know, I'm dealing with this giant house, and I've been fighting with Adam, and... I'm just feeling overwhelmed lately, I guess maybe it's just stress but that house just gave me a really bad feeling does that does that make sense yeah and i get it i
5: know things have been kind of weird lately and you know adam's a little odd and i've had some bad feelings too probably starting around the time that we went out for dinner that double date and he wondered why buttered noodles aren't an option at restaurants in the city that was a big red flag for me
3: yeah that was one of the more awkward dinners of my life did you end up seeing Rebecca again? Nope. Like, she was nice and
5: all, but the date was just kind of a dud. Besides, she was too enthusiastic about Adam's love of buttered noodles, so it's probably for the best. I'm in no rush, though. I've got, like, five family weddings coming up, so I'm probably going to want to be single forever after all those. Anyways, feeling any better? Yeah, I'm okay.
3: I'm I'm fine. It's just... <sighs> Do you want to talk about it? No. Not right now, anyway. I do want snacks, though.
5: Yeah, let's do that. Okay, there's, a. Uh, they got nacho poutine, okay. Uh, oh, shit, hang on a second. I think I hit record on the Zoom and it's been running this whole time. God
3: damn it, don't use this anywhere, okay? Yeah, no, no worries. Hello,
5: dear listeners. We have an update for you, and after two or three, or maybe five rounds of the bar, Claire and I have decided to face her fears and have a slumber party in her probably haunted cult house of endless nightmares. Yeah, because we are independent and capable adult women having a slumber party. Yeah, and it's way better than when we were kids because we have booze. Cheers to that. So, we've been exploring.
3: We we didn't go back in the basement, not in the frickin' dark. Claire doesn't like basements, they're too scary. Basements are like having a tomb in your house that you fill with junk instead of bodies. (sighs) Besides, it's so cold down there. When we finally got the door open, it was like a
5: fridge. Yeah, and the light on the staircase doesn't work, so whatever. I'm perfectly okay with not exploring an unfinished mystery basement in the pitch black because it smells a little like an old drainage ditch down there. We locked the door, though, so hopefully the rats or whatever's down there don't have keys. Can ghosts carry keys?
3: Mm, they can have, like, chains, like that guy from the Christmas one. Um,
5: Ichabod. Nicobot Cranes from the Headless Horseman, you dope. You're thinking of the Ghost of Christmas Past.
3: No, 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 no. That's just some person. It was like his business partner. He was like rich and evil and I don't know stuff.
5: Yeah, listeners, here's what you should know. Turns out the ultimate evil is capitalism. Eat the rich and
3: throw their ascots in the fire. Yeah, and make sure they don't come back as ghosts. You know, there may be no ethical consumption under capitalism, but there is plenty of consumption of this margarita happening! Top me up, please.
5: Anyway, we're saving the basement for another day, possibly for Sweeps Week. We did, however, find some weird crap lying about the place, so tell whoever's listening about
3: the weird crap, Claire. Yeah! Well, there's, like, a bunch of furniture that was all dusty and covered in sheets. But it's all made from, like, actual
5: wood so we do know that they were too fancy for ikea
3: boomers am i right wait wouldn't
5: your grandparents be the one before boomers oh
3: yeah maybe what are they called again
5: uh the um the big
3: big boomers wow okay so one of us needs to crack a history book Speaking of, so we found some old books and stuff. Uh, Nothing too wild. Some old novels. A couple of random notebooks with diary entries, I think. Not sure. We haven't looked too closely. And we did find a box of photos and some albums tucked away in a desk. I want to see if you look like any of those people. Okay, so we've got an old family photo album. Uh, It's filled with pictures of this older couple and a little girl. From the clothes, it looks like the 60s. There are photos of them in front of St. Lawrence Market, at the park, at a concert. I think my birth mom has to be the little girl, which would make the adults my bio-grandparents, so... But here, here, this is weird. It's so weird. In a few of these photos, there are people in the background, which, that's not the weird part. We, But we think it might be the same people. It's hard to tell. The reason we can't is... We can't see their faces. Their faces have been burned out. Looks like someone went through the album and used a cigarette or something to obliterate them.
5: It's very spooky. It's very spooky. It's like we're in an episode of Are You Afraid of the Dark? And that show scared me as a kid, if I'm going to be fully honest. Mm, No. Same. Anyway, tell them about the other thing. Right.
3: Okay, so there's two bedrooms, a bathroom, and an office upstairs. But then... We found this door. And it goes up to an attic bedroom. It's really mysterious. Well, it's not that mysterious. It's an attic. Anyway, so this bedroom, there's pink carpet and the super 80s wallpaper that's pink and electric blue. Anyway, the whole thing is ugly as hell. So ugly. Um, But Judith, being the impulsive troublemaker that she is... Hey, what's up? Decided it would be a great idea to just start ripping it
5: down. Look, if we're going to renovate... We're going to start with any sort of hideous wallpaper. But that's not the important part. What was interesting was what was behind it. And behind it was some kind of weird, messed up occulty writing. Is all over the walls. Okay, I mean, we don't know it's occult. It's just really weird graffiti. It looks super spooky. And I'm pretty sure it's written in spooky Latin, which is occult and
3: spooky. Would you please stop saying spooky? Um, anyway... I mean, I don't know, maybe my birth mom just went through a poorly executed Wiccan phase.
1: Ooh, I hate mom and dad. They made me stop worshipping
3: bull. It's weird. I know it's just gibberish, but it's creepy.
5: You're creepy. You're the one descended
3: from occultists. Yeah, teenage
5: occultists with
3: bad interior design taste. You
5: know what, though? That's not the most important thing right now. What's the most important thing right now? Tequila. Tequila.
3: You're ridiculous. You love it. So, uh, I think that's it.
0: No, that's not it. It keeps going. What? There's like a bunch of silence and then a little bit of audio right at the end. It's super short. Maybe something you just accidentally recorded.
5: Maybe? I don't know. I guess play it. Okay, that was weird.
0: Maybe someone was talking in their sleep? Just give me a second. I'm going to play a different clip. Something seems a little off with these files.
5: Sure, go ahead. Hello! So we picked out a bunch of wallpaper samples and I think we're going to do the wall going down the stairs with like, maybe a fern print? Is that too on trend? Is that updated? I hate the sound of my own voice.
0: (laughs) Everyone does. Uh, hang on, I'll play it again.
5: Hello, so we've picked out a bunch of samples and I think we're gonna do the wall going down the stairs with a print. Is that that dated. Hey, uh, could you play that again? Yeah, one sec. Hello, so we've picked out a bunch of samples
0: and I think we're gonna do the wall going down the stairs...
5: Is that the same recording?
0: I haven't changed it. I'm- playing it from the same spot.
5: Again, play it again. Hello. We're going down the stairs. Hello. Hello.
0: Hello. Hello. Hello.
5: What the hell was that? I
0: I did not do that.
5: If that wasn't you, then what was that?
0: Uh, Judith. I'm not playing this.
1: Hello. 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 Hello.
0: Parkdale Haunt is an original podcast created and written by Alex Nursall and Emily Kellogg. Directed and produced by Alex Nursall. Engineering and sound design by Ian Bodie. Theme music by Phil Wright. Recorded at Pirate Toronto. Presented in partnership with the Frequency Podcast Network. You can find us and all the other Frequency Podcasts at FrequencyPodcastNetwork.com. This episode featured the voices of Emily Kellogg, Alex Nursall, Ian Bodie, Carolee Larson, and Taylor Davis.
4: The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.
1: Congratulations. You've reached the Amelia Project, A new life awaits. If you're not serious about this, hang up. If you continue, there's no way back. Leave your message after the beep. Enter the offices of the Amelia Project and be ready for surprises, twists and turns. Follow the Amelia team as they help their clients fake their deaths and come back with new identities. Each episode is different. Each client coming to the death-faking agency has a unique story to tell. If death and disappearances, comedy and crime, mystery and magic sounds like your cup of... cocoa, The Amelia Project is the podcast for you. Search for The Amelia Project wherever you find your podcasts. And remember... Leave your message after the beep.